pros do it right by relying on trusted brands because your reputation depends on it. Lowe's is here to help by having more of those brands in stock like DeWalt. So when you need a DeWalt tool fast, you know where to go and where to save. Because we stock the largest in-store selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories of any national retailer. And now you can save $100 on a DeWalt XR2 tool 20-volt max brushless power tool combo kit featuring a drill and impact driver for just $289. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 616 U.S. only. Uh, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the early morning, morning grind, whatever you want to call it here on Roto Grinders today. I am Britt Devine uh, here with Head Chopper, uh, Chop, our boy Hoop. He was scheduled, but uh, uh, our boss, Dan, uh, he forgot Hoop doesn't work on Monday. So unfortunately for you, uh, you're stuck with me for the next hour, buddy. Yeah, it's not, not the way I wanted to kick off Memorial Day, <laughs> but it's, <laughs> I'll suffer and get through it. Oh, um, uh, Real quick, uh, we'll talk about our sponsor, Fantasy Draft. If you if you want to play the 1 o'clock game, the Yankees-Orioles game on the main slate, you can't do it on FanDuel or DraftKings, but you can on Fantasy Draft today. So if you're looking to get uh, Yankees-Orioles exposure, they got some big tournaments over there. Uh, go check those out over there. We'll talk a lot about them later. But uh, let's talk about some uh, – it just hit the Twitter machine here, Chop. Uh, Mr. Tiger Woods got uh, – he just got himself a DUI last night at 3 in the morning here. Uh, what a fall from grace from golf this guy had. You know, he, he had uh, all those injuries uh, at the top of his game. And then, man, his li- – well, I don't know if his life, but just his uh, his golf career has just gone uh, completely down the tubes here. And it looks like he just capped it off last night. Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't really have a strong take on that. Uh, you know, he's he just got old, couldn't play golf anymore. And, you know, hanging on to the, the old days, this is not going to happen. It was never going to happen. He was never going to make a rebound into golf. But – I, I get it, you know. You people make mistakes as far as the DWI, but you know, come on now. He'll he'll shell out a few dollars. Won't cost him a single minute yeah. of his life in real actual community service or anything like that. He's got so much money. Just time to just kind of retire, kick back, and go on the old timers tour or something, man. He, he's got more money. I, I, I even with him being in, in in jail right now, waiting to get bailed out, I'd still trade places with him in a heartbeat. I bet he's been, he. I, I can guarantee you, if he got arrested at three in the morning, he is not in jail right now. He's Tiger, you know, for for just about anything Tiger Woods could do. But uh, yeah, guys, uh, one, don't drink and drive. And uh, second thing, I want I want to give a quick shout out. It is Memorial Day today. Uh, if you serve, know someone who served or anything like that. Uh, thanks for doing that for our country. It's not something I do. Uh, it doesn't look like uh, Chop's doing it. We just commentate on uh, fantasy sports everyday chop for our lives. Uh, so I want to give you guys a quick shout out. Uh, chop, anything to say for for the people out there on Memorial Day? Yeah, I mean, the, we I guess we're we celebrated because of the people who lost their lives in battle. And I could tell you that obviously that's the ultimate sacrifice to to make right there. And just being in the armed services in general is not a sacrifice I would want to make. Mm-hmm. I couldn't make it, you know, like. I don't, I don't have that kind of desire. So props to those people, man, and, and, and the ones who lost their lives fighting yeah, so for what they believe in. I absolutely agree with you. So uh, have fun out there, guys. 
And uh, don't do a Tiger Woods today. Uh, be safe out there uh, today on Memorial Day. So uh, any big plans today, Chop? It's, uh, it's actually, it's like 60 degrees and raining here in Syracuse today. Uh, what's it like for you on Memorial Day? I really, uh, you know, I can't even have a cookout. It's going to rain all day. It's uh, pretty full of prospects today for me. It's a, it's a, I don't think I'm going to be doing too much. I got I got the house to myself today. It looks like uh, my wife's working and the kids went with grandma last night. So I'm just chilling, man. It's yeah, wilding just, out at Chop's house today, right? I might go hit up the new Hooters down the street. You never know, man. <laughs> oh, man, there used to be a Hooters here in Syracuse. They closed it down a long time ago. Uh, suffice to say, Chop, uh, Hooters in Syracuse, uh, n- probably not as nice of a, uh, a layout as you would have down there in Texas for uh, employees, right? Oh, I never even thought about that, but I guess so. But yeah, we just got a new one right down, right down the street, across the street from the Twin Peaks that's been there for about a year now. So man, I might, you might, I might go back and forth and try to see what's going on in both of them. All right, Chop's gonna have a good time today. Uh, all right, guys. So let's uh, let's talk about our sponsor, Fantasy Draft again, guys. If you want to get exposure to this early game today. Uh, you can get that on Fantasy Draft. Their slate starts at, uh, at 105 today uh, with the Yankees-Orioles game, actually 110. Uh, so if you're playing DraftKings or FanDuel and you're trying to figure out your lineups and you go over to Fantasy Draft at 110, 115, there's not going to be games. So you're going to want to get into those today early. So let's uh, drop this off today, Chop. Uh, Yankees-Orioles, uh, Jordan Montgomery, he's been pretty good this year. Dylan Bundy, there's been spots I've used him. Uh, if you're playing the all-day slate, you do you can get exposure to this anywhere, um, but not too interested in the pitching in this game today. Yeah, this, this is a hard pass for me. Yeah, Jordan Montgomery's been pretty good, um, but against this Orioles lineup, I don't think I'm going to go there. This game's all about the bats. What are a couple of your favorite bats here today? Aaron Judge, he hit the Papa Slam, so if you want to order a Papa John's pizza today, uh, you can get a little bit of a discount because he hit the Grand Slam yesterday. Tied with Mike Trout for the league lead in home runs uh, against Dylan Bundy here. I like them. 70 degrees. Um, pretty good hitting weather today in Baltimore. Uh, yeah, with the with the quality of the pitchers, I wouldn't want the pitchers, but with the quality of them, it really drives me off of wanting to uh, roster too many batters from this game. If I, if I was, I'd, I'd look for a guy like Mark Trumbo, uh, Manny Machado, and on the flip side – Maybe a uh, – you can always use Gary the Goat just about against anybody. His numbers are really good against right-handers too. So uh, I'd probably stick to like the very top of the line hitters in this game. But I really don't have a ton of it. Even with the high total here, I don't have a ton of interest in this game. Yeah, so again, guys, this game only pretty much on Fantasy Draft for the the main slate. If you're playing the all-day stuff, you can find a couple games on FanDuel and DraftKings. But uh, if you want exposure to this game, I suggest you get it on Fantasy Draft. These guys will come in a little bit lower owned than they should for bats because nobody's using them on FanDuel and DraftKings this morning. So uh, have fun with that. Um, Let's get into uh, the other games that are playing today. Uh, Houston at Twins is our next game chop. And you can make a pretty strong case for either pitcher in this game today. We've got cores on the slate. I'm looking to go cheap. Uh, I'm looking at uh, at kind of some stuff on who's got the, the highest swinging strike rates on the plate, who's got some of the lowest Sierras out there on the slate today. Um, Brad Peacock, 15.2% swinging strike rate this year. A lot of it's out of the bullpen. Uh, but I'm looking to go cheap. You've got these twins. They played for like 15 hours yesterday. Uh, maybe they're a little bit tired. They did roll out a, a pretty good top five of the lineup today. I was hoping a couple of these guys would sit. 
Uh, but I have legitimate, legitimate interest in bad Brad Beacock uh, to kind of pair him with Carrasco and then load up on Coors Bats, at least for the cash games. Today. I do remember here last week when Brad, Brad Peacock came in for the, the quick start there, low salary, and uh, they said he was only get going to get about four innings. And he did. <laughs> he did, but I said, you know what? He could pay off that salary in four innings, and Dean popped his collar and said, oh, you're crazy. I would never, <laughs> I would never roster Brad Peacock. Eh, it paid off, man. And I think, I think it pays off again today. This guy's pretty good. And so even if he gets limited innings, he should exceed that price tag. I like the matchup. Don't mind it at all. So I'm a big fan of uh, going cheap on pitcher in tournaments, and uh, Brad Peacock fits the, fits the mold. Yeah, I don't even hate it in cash games. One, because, well, first, DraftKings and Fantasy Draft. DraftKings in particular, because I think they set the salaries overall. Um, but they, they kind of missed the ball on some salaries. You can get some cheap cores exposure today. Um, so you might not need Peacock, but I think he's a, he's a really good cost savings option. Some of the stats you got to – you know, you got to take a step back because they're out of the bullpen and he can throw harder. He doesn't have to worry about going five or six innings. Uh, if I gave you, uh, what did he have, like 70 pitches in his first outing here? Uh, if I gave you 78 pitches from Brad Peacock today, you think that's good enough for him to pay off a salary? 78 would be fine with me. Yeah, that sounds pretty good. I think, uh, I think he's in playing just about all formats today. Uh, what do you make of... Uh, opposite of him today you've got Irvin Santana you look at some of his statistics and there is some going to be some regression that's going to be coming for him he's not going to leave all these guys on base his BABIP's not going to be uh, one of the lowest of the slate here but he's been pitching pretty good uh, you're looking at this Astros lineup they can go cold at times but this looks like a pretty A-plus lineup from the Astros today how are you approaching Santana? Yeah I don't think I would be on Santana too much first of all the price tag way up there and, uh, yeah, I don't – just don't buy that he's all of a sudden this good as opposed to what he's been for the majority of his career. Uh, so, I'm not on him today. I think this lineup is tough. This is, a, this is an extra tough lineup here. Some of the guys in the lineup have good numbers against him, and that, that doesn't bode well. But, I mean, man, there's no easy outs in this lineup. All the way down to uh, Marwin Gonzalez batting in the seventh spot. Even not Bregman a, and Aoki. Like, these guys, yeah. aren't, these guys aren't bad. But even down there, you know, Gonzalez has really good – he's hot and he has good numbers against Santana. He's going to have to fight through every single one of these batters. And, yeah, you're right, Bregman and Ioki aren't easy outs at all like most 8-9 hitters. Just not a guy I want to mess with today. There's other – if I'm going to spend this money, I'm going to go elsewhere, but I don't want to spend up that pitcher like this. Yeah, you look at Santana, and how do you know regression's coming? Uh, he has a Sierra, almost five, which is not good. His Babbitt, 136. Uh, normally that's around like 300 his left on base over 90%. Once some of those guys on base start coming home and his BABIP goes up, there's going to be some pretty good regression for him today. He's about a, a league average, slightly better than average pitcher, but there's no way I'm paying that high price for him today. If anything, it's the Astros bats. I'm really interested in. I'm not really on the twins bats. Um, I think Peacock can kind of do well. The Astros bullpen's really good. The Twins played a bajillion innings last night. I'm kind of off them completely here. But uh, you mentioned some of the Astros. I think they make for a fine stack. Uh, who who would be, if you had to pick your two favorite Astros bats today, who is it? Whew, I'd go Springer because right-handed power in this ballpark's pretty good. And, you know, he's hit a home run. Hit a home run yesterday. It looks like good. he's finally breaking out. He was just horrible yeah. for months. Well, that's way that's way he rolls, man. So yeah. I'd say Springer and – you know, I do have a lot of interest in 
Marwin Gonzalez down there. He's hot. That's a tournament play because the seventh spot in the batting order is not really where you want to be in cash. But uh, for tournaments, a guy with his power in this part, he's hot and has good numbers against Santana. So I'm, I'm going to go with uh, Marwin Gonzalez. All right, let's go Red Sox at White Sox. The battle of the Sox here on Memorial Day. David Price uh, making his first start this season. Absolutely murdered in uh, in minor leagues in his rehab starts here. Going up against the White Sox and David Holmberg. Uh, Holmberg also has some really crazy statistics if you look at them, but those are also coming out of the bullpen. Uh, and I think Vegas is telling us because it's 75, the wind's blowing out 15 miles an hour today. Uh, they've assigned an over five run line to the Red Sox on the road here. Uh, I think Price, simply because he's David Price, maybe in tournaments, but I got to say, I think he's, he's he'd be almost completely off my radar unless I'm making 100-plus teams today. Uh, I don't really have a lot of interest in the pitching-year job. Yeah, David Price, he may he may very well be the Tiger Woods of baseball. I mean, <laughs> he, like, he's I always getting I'm, hurt. Yeah, I don't know if he's ever going to regain that old form, but he's going he's going to chug it out there today and see what happens. Uh, I don't have any interest in these two pitchers at all. Oh man, uh, speaking of Tiger Woods, I just saw his mugshot. Dude had a good time uh, before he got arrested. You can you can pretty much tell from that. Oh my God, poor Tiger. Um. Yeah, I'm a little concerned. The White Sox, they don't strike out versus lefties. Uh, they're just a little stingy. I I'm completely off price after those horrible rehab starts. Um, Holmberg, the peripherals uh, look pretty good, but a lot of that's coming out of the bullpen. Uh, I think the Boston bats, that's what I want to target today. The wind's blowing out. Maybe they can actually hit a couple home runs today. Uh, they don't really have a lot of power this year. Uh, but guys like Betts, um, Bogarts, if you're stacking, I think is a one-off. He's probably still a little bit too expensive. Chris Young, Hanley, uh, you got Sam Travis there hitting six. This is a pretty nice stack for the Red Sox there. Yeah, it's it's it look it's looking pretty. I'm sure it's going to be pretty popular, but uh, they've got some good some good hitters here in this lineup that I'm going to be I'm going to be targeting on specifically. I like Chris Young here against the left-hander. Mm -hmm. Very good price, uh, and he's that's why he's in the major leagues because he get hit he get hit left-handers. So I'm a big fan of his. Some of the other guys, man, just. You know, Mookie Betts, Hanley Ramirez always look good on paper, but never just seem to do anything when I take them. So uh, maybe I stick to the guys like Young and Travis, guys who save you money and part of, part of a, a good potent lineup. Yeah, Travis is interesting because on DK, on Fantasy Draft, you can kind of do whatever you want. Um, on DK, though, Hanley's 45, Travis is 3,200. I don't mind the price savings. I don't know if you need it because there's some blatant mispricings on some of the cores guys, um, but uh, I, I definitely think Travis is certainly in play uh, in just about any format today. Um, with how bad Price has been against, or at least in his rehab starts, Chop, and then you kind of put uh, a very right-handed heavy lineup against him, and then the fact that the, Red, the White Sox don't really strike out too much against lefties this year, you know, how about a, a, a Todd father or a Jose Abreu one off in your tournaments today? I'd say yes. I'm not too interested in the full stack, four man or more stack. I'm not. But uh, if later on in the show, I'm sure you're going to ask me who my favorite home run is for high price, mid price and low price. And my mid price guy is going to be was going to be Todd Frazier. So I get that out of the way now uh, because I just don't think David Price goes through a game where. You know, he's never been a guy to go through a game clean, unscathed. You know, he usually racks up his fantasy points via the strikeout, not necessarily run prevention. So he's going to give up runs today. There's going to be runs. Who's going to get them? I think Todd Frazier is a, uh, a very good bet to 
to be part of any kind of offense. All right, let's get to the next game. Uh, a little bit interesting. We got Rich Hill on the mound. Very small favorite. It's basically a pick em against Mike Lee. Uh, the thing about Rich Hill is, one, the pitch count hasn't had more than, I believe it's like 82 pitches uh, in each of his first two games. Yeah, 82. And on a bigger slate today, Chop, I don't know if I want to mess around with a guy who kind of got hit hard in his last game against St. Louis. Uh, only won 82 pitches. He's facing him again here. Uh, this time he's on the road. I don't know. It doesn't really look like a Rich Hill spot for me today. Not going to be my cash game, one of my cash game pitchers, but uh, definitely going to have him in in on some tournament teams. I, I do I do like the price tag and the upside here for tournaments. Um, what about Mr. Mike Leak? You got any interest there? It's kind of like a, a league average pitcher. You got the Dodgers versus righties. They're they're halfway decent. I don't know. I don't really have a lot of interest in Leak either. No, you, it's better. It, it's got to be like a four-game slate with some bad pitching for me to yeah. want to roster Mike Leake these days. Yeah, this whole game is shaping up as kind of like a pass for me because, one, Hill has the possibility of going out there and have a good start, but he's also on a limited pitch count. But then you factor in the Dodgers bullpen, which is one of the best in the league here. I don't know. It just doesn't really seem like I want to use a lot of Cardinals. And Lee can be okay. He's not great, but he can just kind of go out there and have himself a – a good baseball game, but not really do much for us fantasy. Uh, I don't know. I don't really see too much in this game. I like, except the weather, 83 degrees, wind blowing out. That does sound pretty good. Maybe one of these guys can get a hold, hold of the home run. I'm not, I'm not going to count on it. I don't want any part of this game on offense. You've got a big ballpark, LA, regardless of what Hill does, they're just going to come in with a real good bullpen after that anyway. Mike Lee, Terrible fantasy player, but, man, he's a really good real-life pitcher. He yep. does prevent a lot of runs. He just doesn't strike guys out. So because of all that, I don't want any part of this game. And I think that uh, it's back in St. Louis. If Matt Carpenter is – Matt Carpenter is the best hitter in the St. Louis lineup. He's a lefty on lefty. And we just saw after that trash series in Colorado, if he can't yep. get it done in Colorado, I, I don't want to go back to the, to the well here in St. Louis. Yeah, you mentioned Leak pretty good. He's got the, what, six lowest Sierra on the slate here. Um, the Babbitt's pretty low, as is uh, the left on base is pretty high. But uh, a good real-life pitcher, just not someone you really want to use in fantasy too much today. So anything else sticking out for you this game? Can uh, a Yasmani Grandal a catcher, a uh, Chris Taylor who's been pretty hot here, any of these guys is kind of cheapest options stand out for you? Uh, not that no, Nobody stands out. Now, if I'm – if I'm down at the end of my lineup building session and I got my cash game lineup and I've got X amount of dollars left over for a catcher and I can fit Grandel on there, I'll take him because he's quality or Chris Taylor, like you said, or, you know, Corey Seager. I'm not scared. Of, I'm not scared of anybody here, but I'm not actively looking to roster any of them. All right. Let's uh, let's get to the cores game because. I don't oh, know. No. Here we uh, go. Oh, Jesus. It's the just, slate ruiner, man. Slate ruiner. Yeah, I don't know what DraftKings was doing. They just – I don't know if they were they were hanging out with Tiger and they were going crazy and they forgot to price up some of these guys. But guys like uh, – first, I guess we can talk about pitching because we got uh, Gaviglio uh, and then Tyler Chatwood. Chatwood's not horrible. This Rockies pitching staff has been pretty good. And you factor in the Mariners. They played late. They had to fly into Colorado. It's the first game in Coors. Like, I don't know. Is, were they trying to be too sneaky? Probably not. Or were they just like, hey, we forgot to price up Kyle Seeger and Ben Gamble and some of these guys, uh, Danny Valencia. These guys are just way too cheap today, Chop. So 
How are you approaching some of these cheap Mariners? I think if you factor in, hey, the Rockies are kind of good at pitching this year, and hey, Seattle had to fly in late to their first game in cores. I think in tournaments you can work away from a Seattle fade, but I think fading guys like Gamble and Seeger in your cash games, even though you can make a case for it, I think doing that's kind of silly today. Yeah, I uh, I could see that stuff in tournaments, a little fading in tournaments, but in my, my cash game team, I'll stuff as many of these guys from these two teams as I can on there. I don't think there's any reason to avoid it. I'm not – I mean, Chatwood's not been bad. He's not, not been bad, but uh, – uh, it's Coors Field, and prices are prices, are, especially on Seattle, look really, really interesting. So, I don't think there's any cash game fades there. But tournaments, absolutely, because it's baseball, and you just never know, man. Yeah, Chatwood's not bad. He's got almost a 10% swinging strike rate. That's pretty good. Um, the bullpen's a little bit better behind him. I'm not going to use Chatwood, but uh, I definitely, definitely want the Rocky side here against Gaviglio. He can't strike anybody out. He's just not a good pitcher. The Seattle bullpen's horrific chop. Um, Charlie Blackman, I know he's expensive, um, but if you use a guy like Peacock, there's a little bit of rain concern in that Minnesota game. I actually think that game's going to be fine now. You use him, you pair him with Carrasco, Blackman, basically a, uh, the first guy I'm putting on my cash teams today. They're like, there's no way I'm going to make a cash team without Charlie Blackman. Yeah, Blackman looks good, uh, but I could go up and down this lineup, and there's there's several guys I really have interest in. So, like I said, if I can – it's one of the reasons why I like cheap pitching today. I'm gonna to stuff. I'm gonna stuff several of these guys on my on my cash game roster. I don't as many as I can get. Yeah, Lemayhew. Um, he looks a little bit underpriced. Uh, you know, compare him to Cano too. Cano's like the one guy on Seattle who's kind of priced where he should be. I'd even say he's he's a little bit too cheap. But the the Rocky stack is absolutely what I want today. I think it's going to be by far the most popular. Uh, Blackman. I know he's expensive, but I don't care. I'm going to find a way to get on my lineup. Uh, Arenado, LeMahieu looks pretty cheap. Uh, Cargo, Reynolds, Para, Story, Walters is kind of your cheap catcher play of the day today. This is like the A-plus Rockies lineup today. Uh, you're definitely going to want to have a, a piece of them today. Yeah, I've, I've got interest in maybe maybe I pass on LeMahieu. Maybe that's the position I, I take a real a cheaper option from somewhere else. But these guys with a little bit of uh, home run power, the Blackmans, Cargo, Reynolds, um, and even Trevor Story, I'll, I'll take as much as as much as this as I can get. Yeah, this bullpen Seattle, they're they're about like bottom five in just about any category you take a look at. Gaviglio is going to have a tough time. This is this is going to be like batting practice for the Rockies today. Um, how are you approaching? I guess we can talk about Robinson Cano, Nelson Cruz, Seager, and Gamble. If these guys hit second and fifth, like these these guys are just going to be locks. Um, but these other Seattle guys, like they've been ice cold chops. Seattle hasn't really been scoring at all. You take them uh, a late travel into Colorado for the first game. How are you approaching like a Cano, a Nelson Cruz, um, and kind of your cash games and then in, in tournament theory? I don't know. I think, I, I think I'm avoiding Seattle on a couple of my tournament teams today. I'm not buying into them. Yeah, let's see. I would say that uh, generally speaking, I uh... – I'm going to avoid Cano because the price is up there. So maybe in tournaments I go with a Cano, but uh, some of the other guys in there, the Seager, I'm in. Gamble, not bad. Uh, Segura, Valencia, I'll take a shot. If, if you seem underpriced, I'm going, to, I'm going to play in cash games on, on Seattle. It's just the way to go. 
We're having way too much fun with these uh, parentheses in our Roto Grinders chat right now. It's a, a good thing today. Moderator, I guess that means we can like ban people from chat somehow, Chop, right? Like, I, I don't know I exactly mean, how to do it, but I'm going to, I'm going to ban know, somebody. I don't know where that tag came from. I'm just, I just see it now, but I wouldn't have the first clue of where to go if I wanted to put the ban hammer on somebody. I don't wonder know. If I, I wonder if I could ban you because we're both, I don't know. Maybe I'll have to mess around. If the, you know what, you know who will never ever figure out how to do things like that, Chop? Dean. Dean. Dean will definitely never figure out how to do that. Um, sorry, Dean. Um, <laughs> pop your collar up for him, Chop. Uh, tribute to Dean. Uh, Diamondbacks. <laughs> for Memorial Day for Dean. <laughs> Diamondbacks, Pirates, uh, Delgado versus Trevor Williams. Um, you know, we wanted to pick on Trevor Williams. I'm like, he's not good, but he's not horrible um he's starting to throw a, a little bit better delgado i think i'm much more interested in picking on him uh and we've seen vegas assign a nine run line in pittsburgh against these two guys today uh which side I, i'm not going to use either pitcher here but if you had to pick a, an offensive side which team would you rather stack up today? oh man definitely arizona but that's not not a very good choice because yeah, I don't like taking Arizona in these big ballparks. It's such a downgrade from what they're used to. But on the flip side, I just can't mess with Pittsburgh. They've got like two hitters in that lineup that I that I like. And outside of that, I think it's really trashy and it's a big ballpark. So I don't have any interest in either one of these lineups, really, to be honest with you. Uh, but if I had to choose, it'd be Arizona a little bit more. Um, I couldn't believe my eyes when I saw this. That uh, Who is this? Uh, Adam Frazier. $4,700 on DraftKings. He's like 90-something, 9,000-something on Fantasy Draft today. This is crazy, Chop. You you cannot play this guy. He had the good series in Atlanta, and then he's kind of falling back to earth. Like, this price tag is nuts. Uh, do not use Adam Frazier. I mean, if you're stacking up the Pirates, sure, you have to, but uh, I think you're crazy if you use a guy like him at this price tag today. I mean, he's he's priced more than the guys in Coors Field, so it's, it's a little bit odd, but yeah, eh, it is what it is. I mean, like uh, I said, like you, I think you hit it. I think you kind of might have hit it on the head earlier when you said DraftKings was out partying with Tiger Woods because <laughs> they did they did just have the Tiger Jam last weekend, <laughs> they were. and I saw more DraftKings guys there goofing off than uh, than anybody else. So maybe they hung out there with Tiger for the week. CSU won the poker tournament there, so uh, congrats. Exactly. That's all he does. CSU wins at everything he does, so I, I would expect nothing less than that. Um, I don't know. I think I could look at – it's just it's not the greatest park today, but it's a nine over under in Pittsburgh. Uh, a guy like Josh Bell, Polanco's back in the lineup. He's fine. Of course, you've got Goldschmidt, Lamb, Peralta. I could take a look at a couple of these bullpens. I don't have any umpire data yet, Chop. I know you want that. All these series are new today. So I don't really know anything on that here. So uh, maybe I could take a look at the bullpens today. But uh, a guy like, I don't know, a David Peralta, his price is still a little bit high today, though. And Goldschmidt and Lamb, they're, of course, great. But their price is high today. I don't know. It doesn't really look like the spot I'm going to. Yeah, like I said, I don't uh, – Pittsburgh is not interesting to me regardless because I don't like their – I don't like the, the makeup of their lineup. So that's not really a factor. And then Arizona – Although I like the individual pieces in there, don't like taking them when they have such a severe park downgrade for offense. So it's it's going to be tough for me to get behind these guys today with uh, nine games early and a lot of options. It's going to be tough. Yeah, the Diamondbacks bullpen has actually been – it's supposed to be pretty bad. It's actually been pretty good this year. Pirates bullpen, 
uh, pretty mediocre at best, I would say, a little bit below league average. Um, so if the starters get out of the game early, uh, I think the, the Arizona bats might have a little bit more of an advantage today. Um, let's go Nationals at Giants here. The the Nats, they put out like uh, a horrific lineup yesterday. They just sat everybody so they can just kind of tee off against Matt Moore today. Um, what's your interest level in Tanner Roark? He just kind of goes out there and gets it done. He's not a great fantasy pitcher. I think the price is probably a little bit too high, but he has these 20, 25, hell, he had 29 DraftKings points in his last start. He has the ability to do it. The Giants offense stinks. It's a nice pitcher's ballpark. It's only 60 degrees out there in San Francisco today. Uh, what's your interest level? My interest is four, four out of 10. Mm-hmm. And it's all, it's only that high because it is in San Francisco against this, this lineup, which is not, not been producing this year at all. Like just about anybody going into this park right now mm-hmm. is in play. And so Roark would be on that, you know, he'd be on the, in that conversation, but uh, I still don't think I'll be able to pull the trigger on him. He's just not, some guys just aren't that effective fantasy wise. So I don't, I still don't think so, but it's about a four out of a 10. Uh, I do want to say the Orioles just changed their lineup. If you're playing the the early slate uh, on fantasy draft today, or if you're playing the all days elsewhere, I just posted that into chat. Um, so they've switched it up a little bit. So if you had your Orioles team, uh, it just switched. So uh, a new lineup, you can go check the lineups page in a minute on that one. Um, I don't know, Matt Moore, he can be hit pretty hard. Anthony Rendon, you know, he's got like a bajillion fantasy points in two games this year. He hits lefties well. He's killing them this year. You got Zimmerman, you got Worth, you got Trey Turner. But it's this big ballpark. Uh, how are you kind of weighing the ability of the Nationals to hit left-handed pitching, which I believe they're still the best in the league at this year, uh, versus Matt Moore, who can be good, plus uh, the good pitcher's ballpark. Yeah, I'd probably lean more towards fading the Washington offense. Not sure about having too much Matt Moore, but uh, I think he can uh, – I mean, this again, this park right here, I was looking up the stats the other day, and it's just really such a, a good park for pitchers that uh, I just don't want to have – too much exposure to anybody coming into this park. Even a good offense like Washington against left hand. Matt Moore's not a great pitcher, but he's not bad at home. So, yeah, I have more interest in more than I do the Washington offense. With that being said, probably won't have either one of them now. Yeah, it's just I don't know. I think Roark. You know, he's another one of those guys. It's slate specific. Four or five game slates. You use them if, if some of the other guys are bad, but. We'll get to, to the next game. I think there's a pitcher everybody should have today in Carlos Carrasco. Uh, I'm just not really buying into the pitching here. As far as bats, like if you had to pick two bats from this game, who would be some of your favorite? Maybe a, a cheap Brandon Belt with multiple position eligibility might sound good to you, Chop, or um, maybe a, a cheap Jason Worth in the outfield who still crushes left-handed pitching this year. Uh, my two favorite would be Zimmerman batting cleanup. If he bats cleanup, we're that's a projected lineup. Zimmerman and Belt. Belt's playing pretty well right now, and Roark is not not a huge strikeout guy. So I'd say Belt and Zimmerman. Yeah, uh, chop someone chat. Unpop your collar, chop uh, before you wander into Hooters later. So. Oh no 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 no! They like that man. <laughs> they like that down here. Um, let's go A's Indians. Uh, Daniel Megden. Uh, against Carlos Carrasco. So Carrasco's my guy on the early slate. Um, he's got the fourth highest swinging strike rate on the slate this year. 
uh, behind Peacock, um, behind Bonilla, behind Montgomery, who's actually – Montgomery's interesting. Uh, I just don't think this is the day for him today. Uh, and then Carrasco. Uh, Carrasco is towards the top of just about all the statistics you'd want to look at today. You look at the A's. Now, they've been good, but they're a little worse against right-handed pitching. They do strike out. The Woba's not that great. Uh, Carrasco is very clearly uh, the top guy for me today, John. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Is, is, I get Carrasco and Salazar confused, and I don't think I've profited on either one of them <laughs> this whole year, so I don't know what to tell you. But, I mean, I think – yeah, the Cleveland pitchers, man, they're uh, they got high strikeouts and uh, potential, but you know they can get themselves into troubles if, you, if you're telling me. So you got all these stats. Uh, did you know you can go to FanGraphs and get them in one easy place? So I, I did them. just <laughs> chop, chop. Those are included in coaching lessons now, so we can't get, we can't give away all the goods. But yeah, I did I did find this great page today on FanGraphs. So I don't know what to think about Carrasco. I have to dig a little bit deeper here. We got a, we got another hour and a half. Once we get off the air before the main slate locks. How about I give you an A's fifth highest strikeout rate versus right-handed pitching this year? Uh, the Woba's 321. The ISO's up there, too. So, like, there is some risk-reward. I mean, it's 78. The wind's blowing out in Cleveland today. But, you know, a three-and-a-half run line, uh, I think the strikeouts can be there for Carrasco pretty easily. Yeah, I mean, listen, uh, I'm, a, I'm a high upside strikeout pitcher guy, so – he, he's always on my radar when he pitches, no matter who's, who, it, who it's against. So it's just a matter of fitting him on the roster with uh, the course field guys I want to take and spending the money on offense and seeing if, seeing if it is enough left over to get this guy on, which I would, I would, I would think he's going to be the number one pitcher on the slate, but we'll see how the price works out. Um, what are you doing – uh, Megden, you know, he's going to be interesting at some points, but not today. Uh, this game's all about the Cleveland offense for me. I mean, you know, it's going to be really tough for Megden to get around all these lefties. And then, you, you know, get towards the bottom of the lineup, E5, Jose Ramirez. These guys are really good. Uh, I don't see him being long for this game. And then you get into the bullpen. Uh, I could take a look at that a little bit too here, but I don't think the A's bullpen's all that great. Uh, Kipnis, Brantley, Santana, Lindor. These are just going to be some really tough at-bats for Magnum. Oh, no, Magnum is not not on my radar. Great price tag, but it's just – if the matchup wasn't so tough, I'd think about it. But at – or if this game was at Oakland, he'd be on, he'd be on my, my radar for a good cheap pitcher. But it's at Cleveland. Makes all the difference in the world. So I'm not going to roster him. But the Cleveland bats are definitely squarely in play. They're a little bit healthier now, and they're looking good. So, uh, depending on what they come out with, I definitely have some interest in some of those guys up the top of the order, like Kipnis and Brantley, Lindor, Santana. Um, I just got the Tiger Woods memes are just blowing up all over Twitter. It's, it is not looking good for uh, Mr. Tiger Woods on the Twitter machine right Ooh, now. We got to get, wow, <laughs> come on. I need to get my Tiger Woods memes fixed. Let's get <laughs> off the air. Let's do this. <laughs> He's looking pretty good out there. Um, a guy like Brantley, who never strikes out, who puts the ball in play, um, just a, a very, very good cash game play, in my opinion, today. There's good, he can score runs. He can get some RBIs. There's going to be guys on base. I love Brantley uh, if you can afford him today. Um, anything else in that game? I think I think we kind of handle I'm not really interested in any A's. Can you – you know, you got any – like a Chris Davis one-off home run tournament play at sub 5% own maybe, but that's about it for me. No, I don't usually like to uh, take a shot at, against a pitcher who I know or who I really like like this. I don't uh, 
I don't, there's not much upside in even one-offing people. I don't, I don't see much value there. So no, I'm not interested in Chris Davis. All right, let's go Brewers at Mets here. We've got an eight over under, and this looks like pretty good pitching weather. It's 60 degrees with a wind blowing in uh, at City Field today, Chop. Um, you've got Gazelman, who if you look at his statistics, it's very confusing. He really hasn't had a good game all this year, but let's play. Guess that number, Chop. You ready? Guess, guess his BABIP on the year. Batting average of balls in play. I'd oh, say, look, look at this. I'd say 2.207. Oh, no, 355. So easily the highest on the slate. So, you know, he's getting a little unlucky there. Guess his left on base percentage, Chop. Uh, 67%. Now, that would still be pretty low, but he's at 56.3, also uh, the lowest on the slate here today. So if you look at some of the – luck statistics it's really not going against him so far this year you've got uh, a lineup without ryan braun you've got him at home in good pitching weather i think it's kind of interesting here today as a as a as the cheapest pitcher for 5.6k i mean i've used him plenty this year he's supposed to be pretty good yeah i just he usually just doesn't he just flops away so at some point in the game but i've used him plenty he's got talent so against milwaukee milwaukee going from a their standard uh, really good hitters park that they play in to New York. Like you said, the weather is probably on the side of the pitching today. Uh, he's a guy. He's on my radar for sure. Just just like it hadn't worked out. If you're looking at game logs, probably not the best thing to do, but he's, he's, he's on my radar. Um, I, think, I think Peacock's probably going to be the chalk cheap pitcher. Would you agree with me on that? Man, I don't know. I don't know about that. It's like I still think that people are going to be a little bit thrown off of uh, the small amount of innings, but you know, I don't know. It's tough. I got to Jimeno needs to hit the books here and update update those ownership projections. Yeah, stop I think, stop goofing off in chat, Jimeno. Get on the projections, man. Come on. Man. I think Peacock is going to be somewhat popular, um, but I don't. I don't think Gazelman is kind of a, a little bit of swerve today. I think it's pretty interesting. Um, what What about Garza? You know, if you're going game log, watching on him. Now, him, it doesn't look all too bad. He's had some halfway decent performances, got hit around a little bit against Toronto last start out. But uh, I think, you know, Matt Garza, not someone I have interest in. Um, if you look at some of the underlying numbers, he doesn't look all too good. You know what? He's actually been pretty good this year. He's been better than Giselleman, man, I'll tell you that much. He's actually had some pretty good uh, uh, performances. But, yeah, this, this Mets lineup's a little bit tougher than I probably want to mess around with for a guy like Matt Garza who's probably on the backside of his career. So yeah, I don't, I don't want to, I don't have any interest in Garza. Uh, Garza's given up the uh, sixth highest hard hit rate on the slate. Uh, I don't know. I think these Mets lefties uh, definitely, I, I would have a bunch of interest in them. Uh, Conforto, they're going to come in a little bit low owned today too, but Conforto, Bruce, Neil Walker, Duda, uh, you just pile up these lefties towards the top of the order. You get yourself a good stack. You're going to get them low owned. Uh, if a couple of them hit home runs or Neil Walker double dongs again and has himself a huge night, uh, you're going to be way ahead of the field on it. So uh, that's where I'm going to be looking. Where, where would you rate the Mets uh, as, a, as a stackability? We don't have STL cards, stackability rankings today in the premium stuff here today. But these Mets lefties look pretty good. Too. I'd say they are uh, top three outside of course Field. 
you know, Coors Field's a thing onto itself. In any slate, there's a Coors Field game. You just set that aside. It's a whole different beast. So outside of that, they're top three because they do got power, and they and this Matt Guards is not not a great pitcher at all. So they're in there, and they and they'll go under own because people don't like to play games in those big stadiums like New York. But they've proven this year they can hit they can hit for uh, the nuts in in New York. So I'm fine with that. I think they're a good stack. And as, as bad as Gazelman's results have been, I don't really have a lot of interest in these Brewers bats. Maybe an Eric Thames one-off, but I don't know. This is I'm just I'm off the Brewers bats. I think Gazelman, I think eventually it's gonna start turning around for him today. So I'm off the Brewers bats completely. Yeah, I definitely well, I'll tell you, I'll probably have a good chunk of Giselman, so uh, I definitely won't be playing any bats against him, but even the teams that don't have him. I have a hard time taking um, too many Brewers in this ballpark in this weather. All right, let's close out the early slate games here. Cubs at Padres. Uh, Kyle Hendricks. So let's talk about him today. Uh, you know, we saw just right-handed pitcher, right-handed pitcher, and then Joe Ross against the Padres finally fell on his face. Um, but, I mean, it was Steven Strasburg. It was Max Scherzer. They were just caning up the Padres left and right. Now Kyle Hendricks isn't the ultimate strikeout pitcher. But it's pretty decent pitching weather. They've got a run line right around three today. Uh, what do you expect out of Hendricks, and would you take him over Carrasco? I would absolutely not take him over Carrasco. Uh, I expect a good game out of uh, Hendricks. You know, I think you're going to get low 20s, maybe mid-20s in points. That's the like the, up, that's the upside, too, out of, a, out of a guy like Hendricks, too, where Car Carrasco has these 35, oh, yeah. 40 fantasy point games. Yeah, and the problem with him is the, the price tag here. They blew it up a little bit too much for my liking. So uh, I'm probably not – I mean, I love the matchup. I love the ballpark and everything. I think he's – but it's just not a guy I'm going to be able to play today because the, at that price tag, I'd rather have the upside guy with, with a uh, – I mean, honestly, I'd almost rather have David Price in tournaments than Kyle Hendricks. Oof, that's – I don't know. I think Look at the could... price tag, man. This guy is the most expensive guy on the slate. Yeah. Well, no, Irvin Santana. Irvin Santana. Oh, yeah, I forgot about him. Um, I wouldn't touch him either, though. Yeah, I think it's interesting. I think you could use Carrasco and Hendricks. I think – I really think you're going to see a lot of Carrasco, Gazelman, Carrasco, uh, Peacock. I think those lineups are going to be pretty popular today. Uh, with stacking cores, but if you can find some value elsewhere, maybe you don't want Charlie Blackman and you use a, a Michael Brantley instead or somebody like that. There's ways where you can afford both of these guys. Um, I think Hendricks is pretty safe, though, today. You know, if I gave you, like, a, a what, a 15 to, like, 23 fantasy point range, that seemed pretty reasonable from Hendricks today. Well, he's he better get to 15 points yeah, <laughs> at this price. I would say that uh at this price tag though what, what what do you feel what do you feel like you really need to have out of him you kind of feel like 20 points at this yeah, price like a tag. 20 21 is kind of what i'd want and i don't know i think i can i think you can get like 15 to 17 or even a little bit more from gazelman or peacock down there for a little bit cheaper yeah just because of those reasons i'm just too too big of a price tag here for hendrix man for me uh, um Let's talk, uh, you know, not taking Jared Cozart. You got any interest, you know, Cubs, they're out in San Diego. It's the last game of the day, so we're not going to have a lineup probably before lock, although lock's at 2 o'clock on the main sites on Fantasy Draft. It's at, you know, 110 for the early game today. You know, they've got a run line almost five against Cozart and the Padres' bullpen today, and, and you're going to get a Cubs stack at 
what, like 5% owned today. I really don't see a lot of people using them. Yeah, that, the ownership here is what uh, would drive you to the Cubs in tournaments. Otherwise, the, it doesn't look all that great just because, like you said, you're not going to know the lineup, so that always sucks. And then the uh, fact that they're just underachieving this year in general, and this ballpark is so big, so good for pitching. It's a big downgrade from just about anywhere. So because of those reasons, they're definitely not anywhere near my cash game radar. I, I won't have one Chicago Cub on, on that cash team, but – you know, you could do a little four-man stack in, in tournaments and sit back and hope uh, you get the – this would be the equivalent of the late-night hammer, the afternoon hammer. You know, you could they could drop it on Cozart and score like 10 runs. You never know. So, they're tournament radar, but nothing else. Yeah, I think it's a pretty interesting low-owned stack today. So, uh, let's go back. We'll, we'll kind of redo our pitching. Maybe some of these guys just kind of joined and didn't get some of our pitching thoughts earlier in the slate. Um, let's rank our, our top four pitchers I have interest in. So I'll start. I think it'd be Carrasco. I do like Hendricks. The pricing's bad enough on DraftKings and Fantasy Draft. I think, think you can get both in in your cash games and feel pretty safe about it. And then I like the two. I like Peacock and Gazelman. Uh, those are kind of more, my four guys. I think Carrasco's my top. And then the other three point per dollar, I think they're all pretty interchangeable. It'd be pretty tough for me to kind of single one of those other three out. Yeah, I don't stray too far from that. I'd say, I would say Carrasco, number one, Hendricks, number two, uh, a toss up between Peacock, Gaselman. I probably uh, would rather take Rich Hill more than you. So I'll put Rich Hill on my tournament radar. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, and on tournaments, rather than somebody safe with a low floor, I'd rather take a chance on David Price. Even though I don't like David Price, I think they could hit a couple solo homers off of him today. I, I think he could rack up some strikeouts. All right. Jamino says your pwn percentages, your uh, pitcher percentage own, they are updated in the premium section there, Chops. You can go see uh, who's using who today. Uh, it's a great fun feature of the premium stuff. If you don't have it, uh, you can get a free seven-day trial of the premium stuff here at Roto-Grinders uh, just about uh, anytime you want to do that. So, um, I don't know, Chop, what do you think? A, a little home run derby today? You want to play some home run derby? You sure you want to do this? Because I, I, I'm going to own this thing. You got yours already. So, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to switch it up for you because our sponsor oh, Fantasy Draft, Chop. Uh, I, I'll, I'll talk about the pricing on there. So, I'll give you an easy one. Give me one guy. Uh, you can look at DraftKings, 40, what, 600 and higher on DraftKings. We're going to take cores out of the equation, too. No cores. Okay. So I'm going by DraftKings pricing, 46 or more. Yep. Oh, come on, man. Give me 45 or more, 4,500 or more. Well, you can save your mid-tier for the 4,500. 46, I would go Jake Lamb. Yeah, Lamb looks pretty good. I'm going to roll. Let's see here. No cores. Uh, let's see here. What are we looking at? You know, someone I think is pretty interesting today that nobody's going to use for a lot of different reasons. Uh, give me a Jose Abreu home run against David Price. That sounds like a like a 2% own home run today for me, Chop. I think it's a good pick. All right. Uh, 4,500. Uh, apparently, you've got this guy queued up, so I'll let you just go 4,500 to 4,000. Hanley Ramirez is uh, sitting at 4,500. I think that uh, he's, I, thought I like him today. They had home run off of Holmberg. Yeah, I think uh, that's a pretty good one. How about, let's see what I got for me today. 
Oh, that doesn't look pretty good. I do like Edwin, but I don't know if I'm gonna if I wanna stake my claim on Edwin today. Let's see. Schwarber, Para, not Springer, no cores. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to uh I'm gonna have to go to Cleveland. And Edwin Encarnacion, he's finally starting to to heat up a little bit, Choppy. He struggled earlier in the season. Uh, give me him to take another low on home run today. Too many first basemen, though. So uh, I don't know if that really works out too well for roster construction. Uh, 3900 and less for you, Chop. It works out good on fantasy draft. You can take all the first basemen you want. Yeah, that's true. 39. Well, I've already mentioned uh, Todd Frazier, but since I already mentioned him, I'll give you another one. Uh, but I do like Todd Frazier to maybe get us, you know, one in the seats here against David Price in, in tournaments. I think he's good, but. I'm going to go back to Boston here. Chris Young batting fifth against Holmberg. I think that there's a, the weather's playing good for Boston to score some runs. Vegas says score some runs. And this guy's uh, – this is why he's in the lineup to hit, hit guys like Holmberg. Um, give me a – you know, this is, this is again, another fantasy draft play. Uh, give me Lucas Duda to take Matt Garza deep uh, at home today. So, fantasy draft. Uh, I would suggest it looks like there's a lot of good plays at first base today is what, what I'm trying to say, Chop. Good day to play fantasy draft. And, again, if you guys want to play fantasy draft, FanDuel DraftKings, they start at the 2 o'clock game. Fantasy draft, they start at the one ten game today. So I'm looking at some of their tournaments right now. The uh, $25 home run, it's a $5,000 GPP. Currently just under half full with 45 minutes left to go. Um, uh, some of their other tournaments, even the double ups look like there's, uh, they're a little weak today. Uh, the single entry tournaments look pretty low. I'm telling you guys a pretty good day to go play fantasy draft. Maybe you get a couple, uh, a little bit of overlay too. Uh, so if you don't have an account, go, uh, click through the links on Roto Grinders, use promo code grinders. You'll get yourself a bonus. You'll get access for three months to some of the premium stuff at, uh, at fantasy draft and uh, overlay definitely uh, doesn't hurt. any. remember those old days chop. You know, we've been around a while when the, there would just be first day of baseball, first week of football. I was like hundreds of thousands of dollars of overlay. Uh, you basically never see that. Anymore. You know, now, now things uh, fill up like four hours before game time. Yeah, this, well, they, they got a little bit smarter. I, that's the good business plan, I think, uh, as the, as the uh, industry has matured a little bit. But uh, you might be able to snag a little bit on Fantasy Draft today. So if you have an account, uh, I encourage you to go play a couple of the games over there today. Uh, let's see if we can get a couple QQs in chat. We'll get on out of here. We'll talk stacks really quick, Chop. Uh, your three favorite stacks this morning. Uh, again, Coors out of the picture because Coors Field is Coors Field. Boston, hmm. Houston, and I guess you go ahead and give me the Mets. Yeah, the Mets lefties, that's going to be very boom busty, but if they get hold of three home runs, you're doing yourself pretty good today. Uh, I love the Boston stack. It's always really tough because the power is not always there. But uh, against Holmberg, uh, I think maybe it comes through a little bit. Uh, I did like your Houston pick. I think against Santana, some serious regression coming Santana's way. And then, uh, you know, what else? I, oh, the Indians, too. I, I love the Indians. If, if you had to look at a sneaky stack, I actually think the Mets are going to be pretty sneaky chaps. So if you like the Mets, you're going to get them pretty lowish owned today compared to everybody else. I think the Mets are my sneaky stack. I just don't really see a lot of ownership going their way today. Yeah, I think Houston's the the one that the casual fan is not really too thrilled about taking because Santana's numbers have been good so far this year. So I think they're the ones who are 
like really, really low owned. All right, let's, uh, QQs have started rolling in here. And this is, I still haven't made my decision on this one. So I don't know exactly where I'm going on here. Peacock or Guzzleman in a DraftKings tournament? Guzzleman. Guzzleman. Just, <laughs> Guzzleman. Guzzleman. Oh, whoa, whoa, brother. <laughs> let me see what, uh, let me you see know what, what Jamino has on the ownership. <laughs> yeah, look up the ownership. But I can tell you pretty much, uh, there's a, there's honestly a good chance that both these guys are, this is my two starting pitchers on a two-pitcher site. I might, I might just fade all the high dollar guys and roll with these two cheapies. But if you have to, if I have to choose between the two, it's going to be the New York Mets guy because we know that he is uh, probably going to pitch as, as much as he's good for. You know, if he starts getting in trouble, they'll get him out. But if he's doing fine, he'll stay in. Whereas Peacock, even if he's doing fine like the last outing, they'll still get him out of there by the fifth inning. Yeah, but I still like them both. Um, what if I told you currently, I don't want to give all the numbers away because these are the premium tools. Uh, Peacock projected for twice the ownership of Gazelleman right now. Then I'd, I'd say in tournaments, I'd probably lean more, plug in Gazelleman on more percentage of my teams in tournaments. But, you know, that ownership obviously doesn't make a difference in my cash game team. So I'm fine with that. But in tournaments, that just tells me I need to have more Gaselman just in case Peacock implodes and, you know, twice the field, twice as much of the field has him. Um, someone wants to know a uh, arcade mode pitcher. Let me see if I can find uh, the arcade mode for the uh, early slate today. Oh, just three games, DraftKings. Give us more games. If you go check your emails, guys, uh, they had a survey out too. Uh, so you can kind of see, hey, these are some players um, – you, you know, you can talk about pricing, but one of my suggestions was give me all the games. I want more games. I know what they're trying to do to get more slates in, but I want to be able to play all the games here. So let me see if I can find an arcade um, early game here. Here we go. Let's see here. Uh, so we've only got Price Santana, Hill Leak, Peacock, and Holmberg. Um so my take on arcade mode is I always want to go cheap on pitching and spend up on batters. Uh, so I think Peacock would be uh, my pitcher of the arcade slate today, John. Yeah, that sounds about right. Uh, and I understand what they're doing with the arcade mode. Less games. I think that's, I think that's kind of better because you're playing the arcade mode for quick and easy access anyway, where you don't really have to research a ton. So why not do less games? So I get it. I get what they're doing. I don't mind it at all. Well, yeah, yeah I'd go cheap at pitcher in, in arcade for sure. Yeah, what I wish they would do, they need um, – if pitchers had bonuses for, like, consecutive strikeouts or one, two, three innings and it was somewhat significant, I think then you would want to spend on pitchers. Um, but as currently constructed, uh, I think going cheaper on pitcher with a guy you think is the least likely cheap guy to get blown up and spending up on bats is probably the way to go over there. Um Couple more QQs, Chaplin. We'll get on out of here. Duda or Sam Travis? This is a very, very interesting one here. Uh, you got the prospect, or you got Duda with uh, the massive proven power. Yeah, I mean, I know what I know what Duda is all about. So I'm going to go with him. I don't know exactly what Travis has in mind. I don't. I haven't looked at him minor league history or anything. So I'd, I'd say the more proven guy, Duda. Yeah, Travis isn't bad. He's a pretty decent prospect. Uh, but I would take Duda as well. Um, constructing. Red Sox stacks, very difficult, uh, unless you're playing on Fantasy Draft today, to get a Hanley and Sam Travis in there today, though. So looks like a really good play to play on Fantasy Draft today. Uh, let's see. Um, a couple more. Let's see. Um, more upside today. 
uh, E5 or Carlos Santana for a tournament? Edwin. It's always going to be Edwin for upside. I would agree. Um, I love Santana, but I would take uh, I would take Edwin for the upside as well there. A uh, couple more questions. Let's see. Um, Pilar or El Thier? That's got to be on the late slate. I haven't even looked at the late slate yet today, so I, I have no clue on that. You got any thoughts on that today, Chop? Yeah, no, I don't. I don't even know who's pitching on the late slate, so I couldn't even give you the answer. But uh, if, if you're looking about the uh, better player, Pilar is the better player. So if the matchup is good. I'd say Pilar. Yeah, I have not looked at the late slate, so I don't know what's going on there yet. Um, I don't know. QQs have, have kind of stopped rolling in here today. Uh, let me see. I don't think I have any umpire data yet. Let me see if I can scrounge up anything on the internet. So a couple have come in. Just for the Orioles, which isn't really going to do uh, much good for anybody today. So no umpire data for you today. Uh, any any final thoughts before we get on out of here, Chop, uh, on the slate? No, it looks good. Get you some uh, nine games here early, five games late. Should be a fun day. And once again, just like to reiterate, happy Memorial Day to everybody. And uh, much respect to all those people who were celebrating today. Yeah, uh, again, thanks to our sponsor, Fantasy Draft. Again, guys, I encourage you to go check out the product today. There might be a little bit of overlay, which is always nice. Um, their slate starts in 35 minutes as opposed to an hour and 35 minutes for FanDuel and DraftKings today. Uh, so go jump over there, make a couple of teams. I know most of you guys have an account. If you don't, you can make one through the link here at Roto-Grinders. You sign up, deposit, you get a bonus, you get the premium stuff for a little bit to uh, a pretty good deal here through Roto-Grinders. Uh, so go check that out. And uh, happy Memorial Day, guys, everybody. Thanks to all those who serve. Uh, don't pull a Tiger Woods today, guys. Uh, I encourage you a, a very bad move. Uh, don't drink and drive any day. Uh, but definitely you don't do it on Memorial Day. Um, you're just asking yourself for, uh, for a lot of extra trouble out there today. So have fun. Uh, enjoy the day. And uh, for Chopper, I'm Britt. Thanks for watching, and we out you. And now, an ad from Dad. <clears throat> All right, save money on car insurance when you bundle home and auto with Progressive. Can I take these off? All right. What is this? This looks good. Wow. That's well made. Where did you get this? I'm talking to you with the hair. Yeah, where did you get this? It's good stuff. That's solid. That's not veneer. That's solid stuff. Progressive can't save you from becoming your parents, but we can save you money when you bundle home and auto. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discounts not available in all states or situations. The end. Mommy, let's read another. Every child needs to read, but 60% of U.S. children in poverty don't have a children's book in their home. This summer, you and your kids can help change that with Save the Children's 100 Days of Reading Challenge. See how at savethechildren.org slash read. Once upon a time, a little girl wanted to become an animal doctor. 
Save the children. Changing a life lasts a lifetime.